Welcome to the Mind Your Heart podcast. My name is Jody. Today's episode is all about how to deal with doing something when you aren't really good at it. Let's hop into it. As kids, when we start something new or when we start a new hobby or when we begin crafting or sports or talents or anything, they put us in a group with kids at our same skill level. So you don't start as a kid with the experts. You start with the beginners and often they're also your age. And so we get conditioned in life to fit in with other people in our skill level. But once we become adults, they stop doing that for us. We have to jump in to all the experts and deal with comparisonitis all the time. And it's really hard. And for a long time in my life, it had paralyzed me. I had a lot of success with horses and competing with horses when I was young. And so I had become accustomed to being very skilled and having success with what I was doing. As I became an adult, I really struggled with this expectation of myself to be perfect and to do things well, but not having experienced all the things in life, because how could you possibly? And through my youth, I mostly did horses. So I had never learned how to suck at something. And that really held me back. It And I see it with a lot of people. I see a lot of people just doing what they do because that's what they know how to do. And it's super intimidating to jump into the arena and to be with people who are already adept at doing something when you don't know how. And that gets worse and harder as we're adults because we're kind of on our own. We don't get a group of people to kind of learn with and we have to be bad until we can be good. And for myself personally, that was super difficult. I did not want to be bad at anything because I had this vision of myself that I had created through all my hard work as a kid that I was supposed to be good. And this gets deep into our ideal status and where we consider ourselves as a status role and in society and how we see how where we fit in and where we belong and the standards that we hold for ourselves. There's a lot of really deep stuff going on here that will come up as you start to do something when you're really bad at it. So what I had done was I just decided not to do anything. I was like, well, if I can't be good at it, then I guess I shouldn't be doing it. That was not exactly the right answer, but it would take me a lot of years to figure it out. The biggest moment for me where I realized that it was going to be a problem for me was I had gone golfing and I love the golf course. I love golf courses are beautiful and they're peaceful and they're so well groomed and kept and the standards are really high there. Everybody has to follow the etiquette. There's so much about golfing I loved, but not the actual golfing. Golfing's really hard for me and I tend to hit the ball way more than anybody else when I go golf- golfing and it exhausts me and I'm really bad at it. So I'd gone golfing with someone who 
wanted me to also had expectations of me to be good and also wanted me to be good and didn't have any patience for the fact that I wasn't good. And I was literally crying on the fourth hole because I was so bad and I wasn't getting it and all of the negative self-talk and everything was happening. And that was a really defining moment for me. And it was the one really impacted me and was directly in my face that I wasn't good at this. And that was a really tough moment for me. So fast forward a few years, and I had been listening to a podcast, and there was a, there's a famous Zig Ziglar quote. Zig Ziglar was a big sales guy. And one of his quotes was that I really clung to and really hung on to that that I think everybody should have on repeat in their heads all the time is anything worth doing is worth doing poorly until you can do it better. So it's up to you to decide what's worth doing, but you shouldn't deny yourself the doing of the thing just because you're not good at it because you can do anything better. And so as I thought about that quote some more and I realized that it wasn't me that sucked. I didn't suck. I was just a beginner and I didn't know how yet. And reframing that whole situation totally changed my life. It allowed me to be able to show up in places where I had been denying myself because I thought of myself as a beginner instead of as a loser, which was sort of what I had been thinking of myself until that point. Now, there's three things that you can rely on heavily in the beginning when you're starting out or when you're doing something and you're worried about sucking at it, about not being good at it. And maybe you haven't allowed yourself to even try because like myself, you have high expectations for yourself and you think that you have to be good at something in order to do it, which you do not. That was a lie I was telling myself and it's a lie you're telling yourself if you feel that way. But these three things are going to help you get over and past that. So the very first one is, like Zig Ziglar said, anything worth doing is worth doing poorly until you can do it better. So you have to decide if it's worth it. Does it matter to you? Do you love it? Is it something you want to try? Is it something that will will bring you alive, light you up, make your spirit happy? Is it worth it? And almost everything, here's a little secret, almost everything is worth it. Almost everything is worth trying. Almost everything is worth doing. But you need to find it in yourself and you need to find the reasons why and you need to make yourself important so that you can get to the point where it's worth it. Because if the thing is worth it more than being bad at it for a minute, it's going to help you get through that those first little bits of time where you're really bad at it. So the second one is to understand that everything in life is a skill and every single skill can be learned and skills are built over time. So there is nothing, there is literally nothing that you can't do because you can build the skill to do it. And every once you begin to realize and see that all humans are equal, we're all created equal because we're all born full, we're all born worthy, we're all born with the same amount of potential. It's just a matter of what skills we hone and where what we develop and where we want to go with it that makes the difference between 
you and maybe someone who's ahead of you on the path. They've just been practicing the skill longer. That's it. That's social skills. That's business skills. That's parenting skills. That's relationship skills. People who are really, really good at it have just been on the path longer. And it's something that they have been really diving into and learning. And you can also dive into and learn it because information is so available these days and skills can be built over time. So you have to understand that this thing that you might suck at right now and you might not be good at right now or you might not know how to do just means you don't have the skills yet and you can become the person who can do the thing and be the best at the thing simply by working on building your skills and mastery of whatever it is. So that's number two. Now, you're going to have some immediate failures. It's going to hurt for a while. It's going to be painful. You're going to feel the shame of not being the best if you don't play the long game. So that's number three. You have to play the long game. You have to, in or, you have to see what's off in the future and know what's possible for you as you build your skills in order to get past the first bit where it's painful and hard and you don't know what you're doing and you you suck. And it's okay because you're a beginner, you're not a loser. So as you begin, just embrace the suck, embrace the fact that you don't know what you're doing because you've never done it before and how could you possibly know if you haven't done it before? I think we forget how much there is in the world and how big the world is and how many opportunities there are out there that we think we have to be good at all of them. And yet when you start to see the abundance of things that people are doing or directions you can take or paths you can be on, there is no possible way that you could be good at absolutely everything. There's too many things. There is way too many things for you to explore, to experience, to participate in, that you could be good at every single thing. And when you see someone who's a master and you really admire their mastery, I promise you there is other areas in their life where they suck really bad because they haven't been able to build the skills because they've been over here doing the mastery of that one thing. All humans, everybody is the same. And so understanding that if you just stick with it long enough and keep building the skills and being consistent, that you're going to get there too, you absolutely can, then it makes it so much easier to just start the thing and to try the thing. So that's number three, play the long game so that you can get past the pain of the immediate failures and of feeling like you're not measuring up to the standard you have of yourself. So those are the three things. The first one is you have to decide it's worth it and know that you're only going to suck for a minute. You immediately start learning and building skills. You only suck for a minute. It doesn't last very long. Number two is just knowing that everything is a skill and every skill can be learned and everybody can learn the skills. And number three is to play the long game so that you can get past the immediate failures. Keep your eye on the ball. Keep your eye on the long-term vision. That's number three. And the other thing that I just wanted to touch on that I think is super important is that life is so much more sweet when it's interesting. And if you do what you've always done, 
then life loses its interesting factor. Interesting comes from things you don't already know and the things you can't predict. And when you're a beginner, you don't know anything. It's like this whole new world of adventure. And adventure really makes life sweet. When you look at the little kids and their little eyes light up because they're experiencing something new or something they haven't seen before, and it's a magical moment that you witness when you watch them with awe and wonder as they look at the world, that's what doing new things does for your spirit. It brings this whole new world of experience and adventure in that you weren't otherwise participating in. You were missing because you hadn't allowed yourself the, the opportunity to be bad so that you could be a beginner and learn and go on that adventure and see new things and experience new things. So don't let your life become predictable because you don't want to be bad at something. It is so great to start something and then start climbing your way up and building the skills. I always tell people, it's way better to climb to the top than it is to be at the top. Once you're at the top, you've already done it. You already know it. You've lost all those magical moments, those little magical aha moments as you figure things out. You've lost the challenges. You've lost the ability to grow in ways that that you hadn't and to see the progress, you're already there. You've already done it. So when you start something new, it is like this personal adventure that you get to go on that lights you up and makes life interesting. So that's all I have for today. I hope this encourages you to go out and try something new, something that you're bad at, that you have never done before, that you felt like you couldn't do. And I want you to know that you can do anything. You just have to dive into the skill set and figure it out. And it's really not that hard to find the path that you need to take to go on. The hard part is the challenges that come at you on the way. But that's also what makes life sweet and so interesting. I appreciate all of you for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in and letting me be a part of your week Wherever you're listening to this podcast, if you wouldn't mind just giving it a little rate and review, it helps other people find it too. So it moves up in the chart so that they can get this information and they can start living their best version of their lives. Thanks everybody for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Mind Your Heart podcast. If you loved this podcast, then please screenshot it and post it to Facebook, Instagram, or wherever you post stuff. And be sure you tag me and let me know why you liked this episode and what you would like to hear in the future. That will help me know what to create for you.